Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Can I Be Real podcast, where I keep it real with you guys on all things spiritual and moving commentary. So last week's episode was a review of the film One Night in Miami. So go listen to that right after this if you haven't already so that you can get a better understanding of some of the references I'm going to make in today's episode. Um, but before we start, or but first I want to give you the, the title. It's the South of Gaza segment episode. It is called Lessons from One Night in Miami. So I want to go ahead and pray and then we'll start. So Heavenly Father God, I thank you for this time. I pray, Lord, that this time will be useful and glorifying unto you. I pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. So like I said, this is called Lessons from One Night in Miami. It's just basically some of the things that I got uh, on a spiritual level, I guess you could say, from the movie. Um... And I want to start off, so the first thing that I kind of got as a spiritual lesson from this movie was that God has the future in mind when he comes, when it comes to his plans. God has a future in mind when it comes to his plans. And I wanted to read the verse Romans 8.28 because, you know, we got to have some scripture in here. It can't just be all talk, can't be all opinion. But uh, Romans 8.28 says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Like I said, I love that verse and this movie really just kind of showed that how we see these four influential people, not just within the African-American community, but around the world, they were influential and how God used them for his greater purpose. Um, He used them for the greater purpose, which they kind of all did at the end of the movie. Um, And you see that these men were being used by God to challenge people, challenge people's mindsets and to break barriers whether they realize it or not, rather these four men in the movie realize it or not. And so like, yeah, we, in the movie, it just kind of, uh, like I said, go listen to the movie review, kind of give you a better understanding of what it is I'm talking about, but just really just kind of showed how God is, God is working all things out for the good of those who are called according to his purpose and who love him are called according to his purpose. Because these four men, you know, while, you had, all, you know, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, Malcolm X. They were all being used by God. Like when it comes to Sam Cooke or Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali is not known for necessarily being the most holy man, you know. And Sam Cooke died at a young age under some questionable circumstances. And his music uh, before a change is going to come was a little more, uh, uh, it was a little more for not for children. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It wasn't, it wasn't like inappropriate, but it wasn't like he's not singing gospel songs, you know? So, but how God was able to use these men when it comes to Muhammad Ali, God used him, whether he knew, he knew he was being used or not. He used him to break barriers when it came to, when it came to African-Americans in the boxing community. There was already a lot of African-Americans in and, you know, in the boxing, in, in boxing, you had Sonny Liston, whom he fought against, but it was still kind of, there was still a lot of red tape when it came to black men and black women, but especially black men at that time in sports, you know, and the same with Jim Brown. Jim Brown was one of the, you know, he was a great quarter, or not, I don't know, he wasn't, I don't know if he was a quarterback, but he was a great football player. I think he played for the Cleveland Browns. Jim Brown was a great, great football player and was known for his ability and his skill on the field. And he eventually became an actor and he was a great actor as well. But he was, he was, you know, he was making, he was making a way for modern 
black athletes today, for black athletes all over the world, for black athletes, especially in America, especially in the South. He's making a way for them today to not just be looked at for their physical abilities, but to be, you know, looked at for their intellectual abilities and what they bring to the table um, in all arenas. And so, yeah, just how God was using that for the betterment of an entire people. God was using them for the betterment of an entire people, for the advancement of an entire people. How God was using Malcolm X, even though he was more militant. I don't know. I don't necessarily think his policy, you know, his, his ideals agreed with the loving nature of God. Um, he was, God was still using him, whether we want to say so or not, or rather that, you know, whether he thought, I'm sure he thought he was being used by God. I'm sure we, I think that's, that's pretty known, but, um, you know, God was using him for his purpose. God was using all of those men. God is using all of us for his purpose here on the earth. He's using us for the greater good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And so the second thing that I got from this movie was it reminded me of when it came to the, uh, when it came to God using these men for his purposes, reminded me of the parable of the three servants in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30. I'm not going to read it, but it's the parable that talks about the three servants and how their master uh, gave them each a certain amount of talents or coins or money, however you want to talk about it. One got five, one got two, and one got, one servant ended up with only one one, one talent. And the one who had five, he multiplied it, he doubled it, and it became 10 talents. The, he invested it in everything, worked it, he got 10. The one who had four invested it and worked it, he got eight. And the one, oh no, sorry, the one who had two invested and worked it and got four. And then the one who had one, he buried it. And so when the servant came back, or I'm sorry, when the master came back, uh, he saw how the servant with five had 10, the servant with two had four, and the servant with one still only had one one talent. And the part about that though, was that just like these three servants, God has given these four men something and it was up to them to work it and grow it. And so in the movie, I talked about that, like, like I said, go listen to the movie review Monday to get a better understanding. But in the movie, Malcolm X challenges Sam Cooke to use his voice for more than just love songs, but to be the voice of the civil rights movement. Like I said, it was kind of a challenging uh, situation because Sam Cooke thought he was doing enough for the black community thought he and if we and if, even if we just take we generalize this and just talk about being in purpose sam cook thought he was living in purpose and malcolm x was challenging him to really kind of do use some discernment and dive deep and really really search to see if that is truly the you know not i'm gonna say the best you can do but if that's really the the limit to your purpose, the limit to your abilities. God has given you the ability to do all kinds of things and don't, don't limit it to, you know, one thing or two things or whatever. Don't be the one, the servant with the one talent and just sit on it and just bury it. What God has given you because Sam Cook in the movie, he was and in real life. He was an entrepreneur. He was doing a lot of things. He was helping boost black uh, musicians and getting them paid and getting them recognized. But the part that Malcolm X was trying to get across to Sam Cooke was that, but you have a voice. People respect you. People look up to you. People listen to you. And you are not using that voice for, you're, you are using it to make love songs, not to make songs that are going to challenge people's, you know, the way people think about, you know, injustices and the way people think about 
all kinds of things that are going on in the world about social issues. And so I really, I really liked how that part of the movie kind of, it kind of challenged me to kind of think, okay, what am I doing with my one talent or my two talents or my five talents? You know, what am I doing with what God has given me? Am I just sitting on it? Am I just using a little bit of it? Or am I really working it and multiplying it? Am I really trying to get it to grow? Am I using what God has given me and really trying to get it to grow? And so those are two of the main things that I got away from One Night in Miami. It was a really great movie. So like I said, in the movie review Monday, if you haven't seen the movie, go listen to it. But I wanted to remind you today that one, God has plans. God has the future in mind when he's making, when he made his plans. He's already made his plans and he's already stripped of the future, but he had the future in mind. So all these, everything works out for a reason. Everything has a purpose. Every, every bit of pain has a purpose. Every crazy situation has a purpose and just like the parable of the three servants, God has given each and every one of us something and it's up to us to work what we have been given. And that reminds, yeah, to work, what we, to work what we have been given, to work and grow what God has placed on the inside of us. So what I got from this movie can be summed up as this. God is a calling on your life and he has a greater good and purpose and he is working that he's working towards with or without your participation. Remember the with or without. Remember how we had uh, I'm a God, I'm available part two. God is going to move. God is going to use you. God is either going to use you or he's going to use you. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to use you with your permission or he's going to use you without his, without your without your permission. So, but I guarantee that what he wants is your participation. He wants you to say I'm available. He wants you to say God use me. And um, so, so the question is, so how do you participate? How do you be used by God? How do you, how do you, how does your life fit into this greater good and this greater purpose that God is working in the world and in the earth? And I think it's kind of simple. I think the way you participate is by walking in purpose and being by, and by being available. And if we go all the way back to last year, I personally think our, each and every one of us have the same purpose and our purpose is to love God and to love people. So you can participate in God's greater good and God's plan by loving him and loving his children and by being available when he's called you to step outside, step outside of your comfort zone. And, uh, that's pretty much all I got. I didn't want to be before you long, but I wanted to be there strong, you know? So I hope you got something from this. I hope you remember that God is in everything when it comes to movies that have, you know, that seemingly have nothing to do with God. God is in everything. He's in nature. He's in natural disasters. He's in the rainbow. He's in sunshine. He's in plants, you know, wildlife. He is in everything if you look for him. If you look for him, he's in everything. You'll see him. And so I wanted to just remind you of God's goodness, God's graciousness, his mercy and his faithfulness, and of course, of God's love. And so I want to do a closing prayer and I'll let you go. So, Heavenly Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for just showing us how you are in everything. You are in everything. Things that we would think that you are not in, you are in those things as well. And I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to um, be available for your purpose. And I pray, Lord, that each and every one of us are able to be available and we're able to participate in your greater good and your purpose for us and for uh, all your children all around the world. And I thank you for this time. And I pray, Lord, that you will bless everyone who hears this message. I pray all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen.
So I invite you to rate, review, share, 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 and subscribe. And uh, join the South of Gaza community group on Facebook to get daily Bible verses to bless your timeline in the morning. And you can follow me on Instagram at R-A-E-E dot M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Ray Michelle on Instagram. And that's all I got for you. So remember to keep it real. Bye. Bye. <laughs>